I'm so sorry. Can Christians have fun? Um, this is actually a question that uh, we've that that we've brought up. This is a question that's been brought up to me recently. Actually, um, you know, I oversee the youth ministry, and uh, one of the youth asked, "How do I grow in maturity and still have fun at the same time?" And uh, I, I want to just say this right off the bat. Because, you know, that's a question that comes around a lot. You know, how can Christians still have fun? It seems like in Christianity, you're removing all the fun, you know, from, from it. You can't do this, you can't do that, you can't do this, you can't do that. And, and that's not really how Christianity operates. But the question is kind of rooted in a, uh, a, a little bit of a deception. Like, how do I grow in biblical maturity? How do I grow in the Lord and still have fun? Uh, and, and that question is kind of rooted in a little bit of a belief that the more I grow in maturity, the less fun I'm going to have. And that's not true at all. And we're going to be diving into that a little bit today. And we're going to be bringing up some scriptures that our flesh might not like. But every instruction that God gives us is always intended for our joy. Yeah. Put that in the comments. Every instruction God gives me is for my joy. And, uh, and you know, I wasn't expecting to jump in here but uh, turn with me to John 15, 11, and, uh, and, uh, and I want to show you guys something really quick. So John chapter 15, verse 11, recognize, like, and this is important, that God's, every instruction God gives me is for my joy. Yeah. John 15, 11, uh, do you want to read that? Yep. These things I have spoken to you so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be made full. All right, so this is Jesus talking. Like, yeah. if you had, if you got a red letter Bible, it's going to be red letters. I, I don't, <laughs> so it's not red letters. But I have it underlined because it's good. Good um, job. I mean, everything Jesus says is good. But uh, th- he says, These things I have spoken to you so that my joy may be in you and so that your joy may be full. So Jesus yeah. literally gave us instruction on how we can have joy. And, and you know, uh, like I used to be religious and, um, and think... <laughs> Uh, you know, and I'm, I, I'm still getting some of that out of me, you yeah. know, because I grew up in that. But, um, but uh, I used to, like, even say, and like, this phrase isn't necessarily wrong, but I had the wrong heart behind it. And I would say things like, um, well, there's a difference between happiness and joy. Happiness is based on circumstances and joy is based on the Lord. But the word joy literally means to be glad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. when the Bible says rejoice always, that means be glad. Yeah. You know, when Jesus says in, in uh, Matthew chapter five, when he says, blessed are the it fill in the blanks. Yeah. That word blessed means happy. Yeah. Right. So that means that if I am poor in spirit, I'm happy. <laughs> like, yeah. you, know, you know what I mean? Like, and you go through some of these things. It's like, well, blessed are those who mourn. Well, ha- happy are those who mourn. Why? Well, they shall be comforted. Like every everything that Jesus lines out there. I mean, this isn't a teaching on the Beatitudes, but um, but everything that he lines up in there shows that shows actually, honestly, and we're gonna get into this that our perception of true happiness and true joy and true fun has kind of been upside down. For sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and and what I'm not saying is that that happiness comes from sorrow. Like, that's not no. what I'm saying. Because you know, someone can say, oh, well, if it's upside down, then, I, then if I want to be truly joyful and truly happy, I need to suffer. Like, that's not what I'm saying. Yeah. It's, it's the pathway to joy and fun and yeah. happiness. And, and true joy, true fun, true happiness is not the pathway that we've been trained by the world. No. And, um, and, and, and so, 
re- recognize this as we're, as we're coming in off the outset, because because Jesus says, these things I have spoken to you so that your joy may be full. What, what did he speak to us? What were the things spoken to us? Abide in me. Yeah. When you abide in me and I abide in you, you'll bear much fruit. Yeah. For apart from me, you can do nothing. So there's the producing of godly fruit. There's, he also goes into, um, into keeping my commandments and doing things my way, right? Yep. That, uh, that produces joy that, so that your joy not might be minimized, but it might be full, cool. right? Uh, he goes into you abide in me and my words abide in you. Now you have an, a prayer life to where you at whatever you ask, you'll, you'll receive, yeah. you know, so that your joy may be full, you know, um, that's literally what he says, uh, in, in the next chapter, in chapter, chapter 16, it says, until now you have asked for nothing in my name, ask and you will receive so that your joy may be made full. So, yeah. so what Jesus is saying is there's a fullness of joy, a fullness of gladness, a fullness of actual fun, you know, that comes when I do things his way. Yeah. You know, and, and what we've been programmed by society, by the world around us is this. You want to be happy? You want to find true joy and true fun? It comes through these counterfeits, right? Yeah. Through, it comes through these worldly things. And we've basically been dispelling that all this week, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah. honestly, like, and I, I know this for a fact, many people's fleshes, have been challenged this week of, sure. hey, these are some things that I thought would bring me joy. I thought this style, this, this, this dressing style or this, uh, this uh, hairstyle or this, this movie or this kind of music, I thought these things brought me joy, but all they brought you was, were counterfeits. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and, uh, and so it's very, and like, certainly as I said, it's been a great week of exposing lies. And if yeah. you haven't watched earlier this week, seriously, go back and do it. Um, because they've been life changing, yeah. but God's not going to shine a light on some of these things just to remove fun from our lives. No. What he's doing is he's shining a light on these counterfeits that are promising us joy that are actually, that can actually admit, and the things we brought up this week, they promise us joy, but they're actually keeping us bound. That's true. And, and, and so what we need to recognize is if I do things God's way, I'll find lasting joy and true freedom. Not not to do's and to don'ts, but freedom in him. Yeah. What scripture is coming up to me is Romans fourteen seventeen. Uh, for the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, mm-hmm. but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So how many, this is a popular counterfeit in the world just to go like party and yeah. eat and eat, have a great meal and maybe have a glass of wine or whatever yeah. to like get some form of satisfaction <laughs> or release. But yeah. clearly in the word, the Lord dispels that lie. He exposes that lie. Mm-hmm. That's not what it's about. The fruit, fruitful life of peace and joy and a righteous life in the Holy Ghost. Yeah. That's where we're found in satisfaction. That's where we're found in our purpose yeah. is to be filled and filled with the Holy Ghost, mm-hmm. not with worldly fleshly pleasures. Yeah. Well, and the Bible says sin is pleasurable for a moment, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. For a moment. Yeah. You know? And so, and that's where, that's where like a lot of people get caught up in the momentary feelings oh, for sure. of euphoria, of, yeah. of pleasure where their, their endorphins are like, like spiking and mm-hmm. stuff like that, where they'll find that in things like alcohol, drugs, mm-hmm. 
pornography, yep. um, and all these things that'll give them a temporary high. And they're like, this is the epitome of joy, you know, because I feel so good right now. Yep. And what happens? There's always the crash. There's For always sure. the regret. There's oh, always yeah. the pain. And, and yeah. I, remember, um, I remember at Serena and I's wedding, you know, we had a, a dry wedding. Um, and, uh, you know, cause we didn't want drunk people <laughs> at our wedding. And, um, and there were people that came to our wedding that that were like amazed. They were like, this is the most fun I've ever had, uh, wow. like at a wedding without alcohol. Like they yeah. were, they were amazed that they could enjoy themselves where there's not in a place where there's not alcohol. Like yeah. a lot of people think like, how do you have fun without, without alcohol? How do you have fun? How do you yeah. enjoy yourself without these things? You For know? Sure. And it's because they've just believed a lie that, mm-hmm. that joy and fun is found in these things. Mm-hmm. You know, how do you have fun without watching like your favorite TV shows or, or things like that? Like, um, it's like, how do you, it's like, how do you, uh, enjoy life without, with, like, how can you even fathom a life without coffee? You know, like people will think, yeah. think something like that. Mm-hmm. Well, like I can almost guarantee you, unless you had like a Starbucks, like sugared up coffee, <laughs> you know, that's not, that's barely coffee and mostly just sugar. Like nobody takes a sip of coffee and thinks this is great. You know, <laughs> no one takes their first uh, drink of alcohol and thinks, oh, I love this feeling of pain in my throat. You know, like <laughs> Like it's yeah. not joyful at the moment, no. but you, but you, like people have made themselves, made themselves do it, and then they've become dependent on those things, yeah. and 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 that's why, and that's the heart of addiction is mm-hmm. you can't really function now, or you don't believe you can function without it. Yeah, you know, so For sure. uh, so you see where that deception comes. It's just one drink. It's just one smoke. It's just one thing. It's just just one TV show. It's not a big deal, mm-hmm. you know. And in those things. You know, just just in those small things. Mm -hmm. Now, all of a sudden, we can easily become dependent on it to where I don't know if I can enjoy myself without this. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I can actually have fun without this. The answer is yes. You know, like like this goes like I'll take it to a more basic level when it comes to foods, Mm -hmm. you know, like unhealthy foods. Like, how can I actually enjoy eating if I'm not having, you know, X, Y, Z, if I'm not having these these overly <laughs> sweet things or these overly fattened foods you know yeah. like how can i actually enjoy eating sure. without it you can you've just developed you know that belief yeah. that joy is found in this you yeah. know and so but the reality is this your joy my joy is not found in food my joy is not mm-hmm. found in coffee my joy is not found in any other thing mm-hmm. true joy is only found in one thing abide in me it's and true. i'll abide in you and jesus literally said i'm telling you these things so that for this one purpose, right? So that my joy can be in you and that your joy can be made full. Jesus wants us to live a life that's fun. Like there, I've heard many stories of like ministers who are like out at restaurants and they're just having a blast laughing and laughing and enjoying life, just making jokes and picking fun and, 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 yeah. and laughing hysterically. And like the people at the tables next to them are like, I'll have what they're having. They're just drinking water. You know, like, yeah. then how are they acting this way? Like, mm-hmm. th- where did they come here from? You know, like, yeah. how do, how do they have this much joy if they're mm-hmm. not drinking alcohol? Yeah. Right. And uh, it makes you kind of wonder what was happening on the day of Pentecost, too. Yeah. Right? You know, like, oh, maybe they were full of joy inexpressible and full of glory, you know? Like, which is what the Bible says that in the book of Acts, they were filled with joy inexpressible Mm -hmm. and full of glory. Yeah. Like, that's that's fun. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. But... But if we've been trained by the world that fun looks a certain way, yep. 
then we're going to think Christianity is not fun. Mm -hmm. We're going to think putting down the flesh doesn't lead to fun, you know, when it actually leads to real fun. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, <clears throat> like putting down the flesh leads me into true joy. It's true. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. <laughs> well, because think about like, okay, so say there's a person at the bar, like, if they're going to grab that drink, then yeah. in the spirit, you could even think of it as there's a chain attached to their wrist in that drink. Like, yeah. that really, that it does create a bondage yeah. to the point where they're so dependent on that. And mm -hmm. like your example of pastors at a dinner table, like having so much fun and laughing yeah. and enjoy is because they're freed from guilt and shame. Yeah. Like true joy is peace in the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. When you know I'm forgiven, I'm yeah. set free. When yeah. when someone's dependent on alcohol or they're dependent on a show or anytime you're dependent on anything other than the mm -hmm. Holy Ghost, yeah. it is a form of bondage. Yeah. And so there's that there's that seared conscience. There you're like wondering, am I totally free right now? Even those people they're drinking to shove down things. They're drinking yeah. to numb themselves. Like. Things like Xanax, things like Percocet, these things, they mm. numb people to the yeah. point where they're so clouded mm. that those chains that are there, mm. they don't have to think about them for the moment. Yeah. And the reason that people filled with the Holy Ghost are able to have so much fun mm. is because we're set free from sin and shame. Yeah. It's so, it, it, mm. like on the scale, you can see it so clearly, but if, if your eyes are blinded to it, you don't understand it. So that's yeah. why we have the anointing to yeah. open these deceptions. Yeah. Well... And put put the answer in the comments, like, and this is not a trick question, but who knows more, me or God? Who who knows more, you or Jesus? You know, like, that's that's a good question Simple. to ask. And we, we know the answer. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. who knows more, you or Jesus? Like, like put, put, it, put your answers in the comments. Like, don't, don't just let me sit here awkwardly. Like, who knows more, you or Jesus? Skylar... Good job, Skylar. You got it. God knows more. Yeah. The Lord knows more. And yeah. if Jesus said these things, I, I, uh, I t command you so that your joy, your joy may be full. full. Maybe, just maybe, he has a better idea and a better understanding of what actually makes me happy. And maybe <laughs> he knows more than I do yeah. of what brings me joy. Mm -hmm. so, so, so now let's examine this entire week of broadcast that we've had. Where we've been exposing ways that we speak, where we've been exposing ways that we we uh, put ourselves up and yeah. you know and uh, and and dress and and styles. We've been addressing the shows that we watch, the the movies that we watch, the music that we listen to. We've yeah. addressed all these different things, you know, and and, and there have probably been moments where our flesh has been like, "Well, it's not that big of a deal." Oh, for sure. Right? Like, oh, that that it's just a show, or. It's just, it's just what I like, you know, it's just something that I like. It's, it, and, and honestly, we can say, well, this brings me joy. This makes me happy, you know, like this show, this, this, these movies bring me joy because anytime I think about it, I, I, I feel happy, right? And, and recognizing all these things could be counterfeits, but, but you see like, yes, I know God knows more than I do. All right, God shines a light on something. That's not that big of a deal. Well, who, 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 like in that moment, who, yeah. who do you think knows more? You mm -hmm. know, it's not that big of a deal. It's not, you're, you're just making this a little bit legalistic. Like that's me thinking I know more <laughs> in that moment. Yep. You know, yep. you know uh, just that ties really well to is, is Jesus Lord? Yeah. <laughs> is he really Lord over mm -hmm. over everything? Yeah. And I think like a lot of Christians have been in the point where Jesus hasn't been Lord. He, mm -hmm. ha he really hasn't been Lord of everything. 
Because if he's Lord over everything, then if he tells you to do something, you'll do it without fighting it or questioning yeah. it. And I, I mean, even to myself, like this is helping me of like, is Jesus really Lord? Yeah. And it's not legalism to have him as Lord. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think like easy, greasy grace or greasy mm-hmm. grace, whatever the thing is. It's, well, Jesus already paid the prices for me. So yeah. why would I not? Like, why would I not teeter-totter between back and forth? And he tells us clearly in Revelation, like, Mm. I'll spit you out of my mouth because you're lukewarm. I wish that you'd either be hot or cold. So I'd much rather be hot for God Mm -hmm. than him spit me out of my mouth or be cold. Like, I want to be hot for hot, that he's my Lord. Whatever he tells me to do, I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. And it's not because him being Lord isn't so that you're in change. Like, bond servants, what they would do is they would actually choose to be with the family. Like they would pay their debts and be totally free, but Mm. they loved the family so much Mm. that they chose to stay. Like Mm. I choose to serve God because I love him. I choose that he's my Lord because I love him. It's not because I I want to obey rules. It's not because I'm (coughs) afraid or whatever. Have a fear of the Lord, but it's in love. He he is perfect love. So my joy is made full in pleasing him because I love him. Yeah. It's all love. Lordship mm-hmm. is love. Should be. It yeah. should be. Yeah. Well, and and that's why, you know, if Jesus loves us so much, if God loves us so much, he knows more than I do what will yeah. lead me to joy and what will mm-hmm. lead me to my destruction. That's he, he knows more that's than good. I do. And, and that's why and that's why this Lord, this whole concept of lordship is so important. It really you know, is. When I make Jesus my Lord, I forfeit my right to an opinion. Yep. When we make Jesus our Lord, we forfeit our right to have an opinion. His opinion becomes our opinion. What he says and what he thinks becomes what we say and what we think. Jesus didn't die on the cross so that we can hold on to our opinions. You know, <laughs> He didn't die on the cross so that we can hold on to the things that are keeping us bound or hold on to the things that we like. You know, mm-hmm. He went to the cross so that we could have fellowship with him and he can show us. This is you think this is bringing you joy. It's actually keeping you bound. You think this is making you happy, but it's actually not. Here, give that to me so that I can make your joy full. Yep. You, you see that? And uh, and let me let me read you this in Matthew sixteen, Matthew sixteen twenty four to forty six. Jesus said to his disciples, "Are you one of his disciples? Or do you consider yourself a Christian? Because that's basically like I'm a disciple yeah. of Christ." He says this: If anyone wishes to come after me. He must deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. For whoever wishes to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. Amen. So if I'm holding on to my old things, holding on to the things that I believe make me happy, I'm going to lose, lose, lose my life. You know, I'm going to lose. Now, I'm going to... I'm going to lose the Zoe, true, beautiful life that he's made available to me. The life abundantly, have and enjoy life to the full till it overflows. I'll lose that as long as I'm holding on to my old stuff. Well, I still like this. This makes me happy. I'm going to hold on to this. That's not lordship. But he's saying if you put those things on the altar and give it to me, you'll find life. Those who give up their lives, who lose their life for my sake, they'll find it. And then he says this, uh, for what will it profit a man... If he, so he's saying, like, these things will not bring you any profit yeah. if you hold on to it. If he gains the whole world but forfeits his soul. Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? What, what Jesus is saying there is he's not saying 
that you have to give up all the happiness and joy and fun in life <laughs> to follow me. And that's wow. how people have interpreted that, even in the yep. church. Like, mm-hmm. like you, you hear people's testimonies. I had all these great things. I had this wonderful life. And I gave up that wonderful life to follow Jesus. What a holy person am I. <laughs> like, well, now if you gave up sinful pleasures for Jesus, yeah, that makes sense. But like a lot of times it's like I, I had prosperity and I had all these things. And I gave that up for Jesus. Now, okay, you can give that up for Jesus, but Jesus made it clear in the story mm-hmm. with the rich young ruler that the people who give those things up will receive a hundred times as much yeah. in this the life in that now is. Life. So, mm-hmm. so like the te- our testimony should not be I had fun and then I gave my life to Jesus and now life right. is serious. <laughs> like no, the testimony is. I, I thought I was having fun and I thought yeah. I was in joy in That's the world. It. All these things were binding me up. But then when I gave my life to Christ, I gave up all the worldly things and I gave myself to God and I encountered true fun and true joy. Mm-hmm. See, does God want us to have fun? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. But fun is not rooted in counterfeit. See, the fun that we find in Christ is genuine. Yeah. It's true. It's not counterfeit. It's not a forfeit, right? Because he says, what good is it if I gain the whole world and forfeit my soul? And, and, and Christianity, again, we said this already, but when I give my life to Christ, I forfeit my right to an opinion, yeah. right? Which means my opinion was a forfeit. I give that up so that God's opinion becomes my opinion. And which means if God shines a light on something, and I thought one way, I'm now thinking God's way. And that's what repentance is. If I find out that this show that I used to enjoy is ungodly, I'm going to repent. God, I'm sorry. I thought that that was right. I'm recognizing now that you believe it's not right and you say it's not right. So I'm going to remove that from my life and I'm going to, I'm going to follow you. Yeah. And what, and what's that for? Is that to make me enjoy life less? No, that's for me to enjoy life more. Yep. That's the purpose of it. Mm-hmm. That's the purpose of God's instruction. That the pur- that's the purpose of God's commandment. Is so that the thing that I thought was bringing me a, that was bringing me a counterfeit joy, a counterfeit fun, once I remove that, now I can encounter the true thing, yeah. right? Because if I if I've always encountered counterfeits my whole life, I'm going to have a hard time understanding the true, but when I give myself to the true, then I'm going to wonder why did I ever enjoy the counterfeit? Right. You see that? Mm-hmm. But I have to give myself to the true to recognize that the counterfeit was fleeting and stupid. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, honestly, like it was pointless, it was fleeting, and it was counterfeit. That's right. But most Christians, honestly, have been so much surrounded by the counterfeit mm-hmm. that when they see the true, they think that's not right. Yeah. They, they'll come against it. But when you sur- surround yourself with the true joy, the true fun, long enough, you're going to look at the counterfeit and think, why did I ever even care for that? It's true. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's why Jesus is saying, you got to be willing to give these things up, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so, le- like, just thinking of some of the things we talked about, like, this, this week, you know, let, let's say how I present my body, right? Mm-hmm. Like, how I do my hair, how I do my facial hair, how I dress myself, you know, like I might have, or how I whatever I do with my body. Like I recognize now in Christ, my body is not my own. It's a temple yeah. of the Lord. I've been bought with a price. Mm-hmm. So uh, if is Jesus the Lord of all? Then, then he's the Lord over how I present myself. Yeah. I'm not representing the world. I'm representing him yeah. in my dress and how I present myself. I'm representing him. So that should affect the way that I dress and how the way I present myself. Uh, and, and if he's the Lord over that, then it's Lord 
what do you want me to do? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not, like, God, how do you want me to present myself to this world? Because I'm an ambassador, not of my own preferences. Again, I forfeit my right to an opinion. I'm not an ambassador of my own preferences anymore. Yeah. I'm an ambassador of Christ. So God, as an ambassador, how do I represent you? Yeah. See, ambassadors dress nice. Why? Because they're representing their, the nation behind yeah. them. As an ambassador of Christ, Lord, you are Lord over what I watch. You're Lord, Lord, uh, should I watch this show? Should I be watching these movies? Lord, you're, you're Lord over that. Like, I'm always checking. I'm always acknowledging him in everything that I do. And he'll direct my paths, right? Yeah. These are things that, that a lot of people, like, especially in America and the Western culture, we compartmentalize things, right? Yeah. Jesus is my Lord, but this is my favorite show, you know? Yeah. Like, this is my favorite show, and I don't even, like, for most of my life, I haven't even acknowledged him in that, right? And the yeah. Bible says, in all your ways, acknowledge him. Yeah. But most of us, m- most Christians in the world don't even acknowledge him when it comes to what they watch. Mm-hmm. They just watch what they like, you yeah. know? And, and if we were to take some time and say, God, I acknowledge you, should I be watching this? What do you, what do you want? Like, what do you have? Spirit, guide me. Spirit, lead me. Uh, is this mm-hmm. is this good for me? And yeah. and he'll lead you. He'll show you. Actually, no, don't watch that. Watch, you know, yeah. this is okay. This is not okay. Yeah. Um, don't get too entangled in this, you mm-hmm. know, like whatever. The Lord will lead you. And that's what yeah. we've been talking about this mm-hmm. week. None of this is really legalism of, no. of you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't, can't, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. No, it's just in that, again, abiding in him. Mm-hmm. Lord, what do you want me to do with, with my hair? Lord, what do you want me to do? with this show do you want me to watch this or do you want me to not watch this yeah okay lord like and we can bring this into every area jesus you're lord over what i eat you know Mm -hmm. like like we're not talking about like Mm -hmm. because these are things that can affect us jesus you're lord over what i eat father should i be eating this (laughs) like do we do that or do we just eat what we like Mm -hmm. you know what i mean who's lord who's lord in those moments right Mm -hmm. um jesus you're lord over my driving like these are things yeah. that that we that that a lot of us like. Yes, you know Jesus is Lord, but okay, okay, over my driving, do I consider others as higher than myself when I'm driving, or am yeah. I driving for myself? I need to get where I need to go. Like, forget yeah. you. Like, I'm gonna like. Yeah. How do, are is Jesus Lord over every area yeah. of my life? Like, uh, are is Jesus Lord over? So, like we just addressed my how I present myself, what I watch. Uh, Jesus, you're Lord over the music that I listen to, mm-hmm. right? I don't just listen to whatever I want to listen to. Mm-hmm. I listen and I let him be Lord over the music that I listen to. Yeah. Lord, w- what do you want me to listen to right mm-hmm. now? G- how about this? Uh, I don't even listen to the preachers that I, <laughs> that, 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 that feed my, yes. that I like. Because mm-hmm. am I tickling my ears just listening to the ministers that I like the way they teach? Or is Jesus Lord over that yeah. too? Right, That's but I'm listening to the preaching, so it's okay. Obviously, obviously, mm-hmm. the Lord wants me to listen to preaching, right? Yeah. But is He Lord over who you're listening to? Mm-hmm. You know, like, mm-hmm. like all these are areas of, yeah. like, is Jesus Lord of all? Mm-hmm. You know, or is like you'll hear people say either He's Lord of all or He's not Lord at all. You know, and that might be a little extreme. Uh, but the question is, is He Lord over? Are you compartmentalizing I, I my preferences here, 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 here? Well, you know, like this, I just want to do what I want to do. Or is he Lord overall? Is, yeah. is, is his lordship reigning? Are you abiding in him in every decision that you make and in every area of your life? Yeah. You know, is he Lord over how you discipline your kids? Is he Lord over how you, uh, how you, uh, your morning routine? Is he Lord over like you name it, you know? Yeah. Like, have, have I given all of this up to him? 
like all these areas, all these things. Jesus, your Lord, show me what to do. Show me how to do this. Show me what's best for me because only he knows. Recognize, like who knows what will lead you into the most joy? The one who created you and the one who's even given you instruction in his word so that your joy may be full, right? These things, again, I said this at the beginning, every instruction the Lord gives us, everything he, he instructs us to lay on the altar, all these things, he's given to us for one purpose and one purpose only, because he wants us to have abundant life. He yeah. wants us to, you, you look at John 10.10 in 10 the Amplified, he wants us to have and enjoy life. He wants us to enjoy life. What does enjoy life mean? Have fun. Mm-hmm. He wants us to have fun. Yeah. But we're never going to enjoy life feeding on counterfeits. Yeah. We're never going to enjoy life holding on to the counterfeits. Mm-hmm. I mean, pastor's been going through this series, counterfeits and forfeitures, mm-hmm. you know. And, and, and this Sunday, he was talking about this a lot, you know, like laying down, you know, taking up our cross daily, mm-hmm. which means, you know, I'm not giving myself a flesh day of... Mm-hmm. Let me just do what I want today. Like, that's not even what the Sabbath is. The yeah. Sabbath is the Lord's day, not the flesh's day. Mm-hmm. It's, the, it's the day that I give to the Lord. Lord, what do you want us to do today? Yeah. What do you want to do today? I only do what you tell me to do. Not, I, you know, oh, it's my day of rest, so I'm going to give my flesh whatever the flesh wants, right? Yeah. It's, Lord, Jesus, you're Lord over my Sabbath. Lord, uh, Jesus, you're Lord over every area of my life yeah. i'm not going to just do what i want in these areas because i if he's my lord i'm forfeiting my right mm-hmm. to have an opinion right and, and that doesn't mean that i'm not going to have these things that i enjoy right because again he's going to show me what i really enjoy mm-hmm. he's going to show me what actually makes me happy and it's not always going to be just just non-stop oh like praise mm-hmm. the lord fellowship prayer praying in the holy spirit that's what like it like he'll show you like you like watches you mm-hmm. like cars you like yeah. um you like this golf you like and he'll fill in the blanks and mm-hmm. give you things that that you enjoy you know yep. and um because well uh, yeah. did you have something um you can well i well i'm uh, just gonna I'll, turn to a verse so if you just want to talking think. about <clears throat> what was coming up to me is like in america we've been so we've been so groomed and accustomed mm-hmm. to having a vote yeah we've been you know there's political parties and we have elections every year we've been so used to having an opinion and getting to voice an opinion and getting to you know have um like like, protests and uh, all that stuff and democracy democratic yeah yeah. and with the kingdom of god like it's not it's not a democracy but the good thing about that is we have a good king. Yeah. We have a king who wants the best for us. We have yeah. a king who has the best interests in heart for us. Yeah. We have a king who rules and reigns with peace and justice. Mm-hmm. We have a great king. So in we need to really like dismantle this this mindset that we yeah. get a vote with Jesus. Yeah. Like Jesus paid the price. We are bought. You brought that mm-hmm. scripture up. We're bought with a price. Yeah. Jesus owns me. Like, I am his. Like, we're in a covenant together. So what I want to do with my life is to please him in that way. Like, coming to my king, like, my king, what can I do for you? Like, I'm a servant to you, Jesus. I'm not a servant to me or my life. Mm -hmm. I'm not coming to Jesus and saying, that's where bias comes in, you know? I'm not coming to Jesus saying, this is what I want to do with my life. Please say that this is okay, Mm. Lord. (laughs) Like, we have to come to him 
Lord, your way, not yeah. mine, your way. Mm -hmm. And then we can have true fun yeah. because he said, oh, great. Now let me show you how to really have fun because yeah. he made it. Yeah. Well, well, look at look at this verse. And this is the one I just turned to. But this like I'll bring this one up too. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he'll what? Give you the desires of your heart. <laughs> yeah, he'll give you the desires of your heart. Does that yeah. sound like a God that wants me to not enjoy life? No. Does that sound like a God <laughs> who wants me to be miserable and sad my whole life? And no. stoic and just, mm, like, yeah. this is this is serious, brother. Like, we we don't enjoy life. You know, like, that's not... No. That's not the God that we serve. Yeah. He's a God who, who is seeking to show himself strong in our lives. Mm -hmm. He's a God who's looking for people... To, to bring them a full joy in their lives. He's mm -hmm. looking for it, which is why he gave us instruction. I'm telling you these things so that your joy may be full. You know, uh, Delight yourself in the Lord, but what does that mean? That means yeah. my primary goal and my primary focus and my primary delight that I find is in him. And when I do that, he's going to bring up desires in my heart. And it's not always just like winning souls, you know, which is yeah. a big part of it. You yeah. know, That'll be a desire and he'll provide those things but he'll bring uh desires also that are just personal things you know personal yeah. desires and he'll then begin to fulfill those desires as well yes all right so well that sounds a little materialistic brother well let's look at uh first timothy chapter six all right um so my first desire is in the lord godliness with contentment is a means of great gain you see right here right yep. and uh but people say well the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil yeah it is but then um you know, we're not pursuing things. We're not pursuing those things. But, yeah. but notice what, what uh, Paul instructs Timothy a little bit later in verse 17. Instruct those who are rich in this present world to sell everything because they shouldn't have things. No. <laughs> Uh, not to, to, not fix, uh, to not be conceited or to fix their hope on the uncertainty of riches. So he's saying, like, it's not these things that you find your joy in, right? No. Like, because today it's like, if you don't have the latest iPhone, you won't be happy. If you don't yeah. have, like, the latest whatever, you won't be, be joyful. If you don't, you know, if you're not at, if you don't see the latest movies, you know, how are you going to really, you know, like, all these different things. Like, you don't watch these movies. You don't watch this show. You're missing out. Like, I'm, no, I'm not, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know. It's all but, fleshly. Yeah, though. it's all fleshly. Um, but what he said, what, what you see here is like, even when it comes to material things, right? And, and we, you know, I'll finish it and I'll backtrack. Not to fix uh, their hope on the uncertainty of riches, but on God, who richly supplies us with all, put this in the comments, things. Yep. Things. Yeah. And why does he supply these things? To enjoy. Now put that in the comments. To enjoy. Like, Whoa, that sounds so heretical. Put, now put them together. Things to enjoy. Yeah. Things to enjoy. He gives us things to enjoy. Mm -hmm. What does enjoy mean? To find joy in. Yeah. Right? He gives us vehicles yeah. to enjoy. Because he says all things. He gives us houses to enjoy. Mm -hmm. He gives us people around our lives to enjoy. He, yeah. God gives us things to enjoy. Yeah. The things God gives us, he gives us to enjoy. The things the world gives us is for us to be bound. Yep. Right? Mm -hmm. Now, now, because this is where the religious aspect of it gets kind of dispelled. Because the religious aspect of it says, remove your life from all things. You know, that could even potentially bring you joy. Like, uh, you don't dance because that's, if, if it makes you happy, get rid of it. Like, that's where, 
And that's where people have swung to the other end of the pendulum mm -hmm. of, well, people got so legalistic, so now let's just do whatever we want. All things are permissible, brother. Like, mm -hmm. you know, like, I don't know why I keep saying brother. Like, <laughs> people who say brother are not all religious, okay? Just want to <laughs> clarify that. But, like, but society and the church as a whole has swung to the other end of the pendulum after, you know, that, yeah. that whole, like, uh, yeah. that age of you don't dance, you don't go see movies, you don't do all these things because if they bring you any kind of pleasure, they're evil and we need to go on the other side mm -hmm. of it and, you know, and, and now everyone's just doing whatever they want to do. That's mm -hmm. what destroys humanity. Yeah. That's what destroys people. That's what destroyed Israel is when everyone did what was right in their sight. That's what brought about the flood, right? Mm -hmm. uh, not, that's pre-Israel, but, you know, that's what brought about the flood. Yeah. People were doing what was right in their own eyes. When Israel started doing yeah. whatever was right in their own eyes, they, they were brought into bondage, recognizing. Re recognize. Doing what makes you happy, and, which is like the big, you know, praise of the world. Do what makes you happy. Just do whatever makes you happy. That brings, that leads you to bondage. Mm -hmm. But submission leads to freedom. That sounds backwards. Wait. Submission leads to freedom? Like, yeah. yes. When I give up what my life, I'll find it. Mm -hmm. When I hold on to my life, I'll lose it. So when I do what I want, there's a, the Bible says this twice in Proverbs. There's a way that seems right to man, but its end leads to death. They'll lose their life when they do what is ever right, whatever is right in their own eyes. Yeah. When we just do what we think makes us happy... It's going to lead us to losing our life. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, like, but it's, it's just a TV show. It's not a big deal. It could be. It's the small yeah. foxes that spoil the vine. It could be yeah. the very thing that if mm -hmm. I give this up, I'll find true life and yeah. I'll find true joy. My flesh is going to kick and scream and it's not going to like it. And that's where, that's where a lot of people think, well, you know, that's where that's the suffering, you know. Mm -hmm. Well, the, any suffering that, that comes from this is all in the flesh. And we're supposed to be crucifying that flesh. And as, yeah. the more I crucify the flesh, the more its whiny little fleshliness gets <laughs> put under, the more joy I'm going to find. Yeah. The more happiness I'm going to find. Yeah. And that's why the world thinks Christianity is not fun. Because hmm. they've been just trained to feed the flesh. Yeah. You know, not, and not the spirit. But it's in that submission and it's in that surrender. It's under the lordship of Christ, which I know this sounds kind of, I'm using religious words, mm -hmm. but like, but that's what brings freedom. Mm -hmm. Whenever Jesus becomes not just my Lord in word, but my Lord in action, Lord over everything that I do, that's when I find true fullness of joy. Yeah. And that's when I'm giving him allowance now to give me all things freely to enjoy. Because mm -hmm. if I'm holding on to the things that I think make me joy, yeah. I'm, I'm holding him back from being able to bring in the true joy. Yep. And so, and so like, I, I'm encouraging everyone today, like, because I, I know for a fact mm -hmm. that this week has challenged people's flesh. Yeah. Right? There's been opportunities for people to be like, but like, I, I, don't, I don't think this is a big deal. I don't, I don't know what's so wrong about this, but like you're bringing this up. So like, yes, this is challenging me. Mm -hmm. And now like it can be really easy even to get into our soul and be like, all right, well, what should I get rid of and like get rid of everything? And, and, and oh, maybe, maybe the Lord tell me this. Maybe I should get rid of this. Maybe you should just stop. Yeah. Just 
go, let's go back to J John chapter 15. Let's just read this because yeah. in here, Jesus' heart is not for us to get all antsy and worried about how many things am I opening the door for. <laughs> what I need to do is just in him, he'll show me. Yeah. Right? Come to me all who are weary and heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. Yes. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. So it's in that position of fellowship. He'll show you the things. Like if we've, if, this, if these broadcasts have addressed specific things, then take that as a, as a word from the Lord. You know, take that as God showing you and shining the light on those things mm -hmm. and, and remove those things. Yeah. But this is the heart of God. Right? Uh, I'm going to start at verse, uh, well, let's start at verse one. <laughs> I'm the true vine and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes so that it may bear fruit. So there's a, a pruning. We're removing some, some things in our lives, some things that we've been holding up. Mm -hmm. Jesus is doing some of that pruning yeah. so that, so that we can produce more fruit. Right, mm -hmm. and it's in that producing more fruit again that joy is is produced. Right, mm -hmm. um, and there could be things, you know, that we're reaching out for that we need to be that that once we cut that back and get closer to Him, we'll be able to produce more fruit. Yeah. Um, so then He says this, uh, and, and a lot of times we think of pruning as like uh, you know, like, wilderness season. Yeah, and things like that. That's not what pruning is. Like, and, and then he says literally right here what pruning is. You are already clean. That word clean literally means pruned. Mm -hmm. How? Yeah. Because of the word which I have spoken to you. Yeah. So the word was spoken and that word produces the pruning. It's not like yeah. God, God's making life harder and that's mm -hmm. what pruning is. It's, no. well, yeah, putting down the flesh and God showing you the things to cut back on by his word. Yeah. You know, not by sickness and disease, not by struggle and toil and strife no mm -hmm. uh the pruning comes by the word put that in yeah. the comments pruning comes by the word yeah pruning comes by the word and when he gives you that word we cut it back and now we're able to produce more fruit see again all these instructions his word is to produce fruit and to produce joy in me yeah abide in me and i in you as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine so neither can you unless you abide in me I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him, he bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. I hear this. So apart from me, you can do nothing. Now just blend that into every area of my life. Yeah. I don't want to do a single thing or make really a single decision apart from him. That's abiding, listening, and obeying all the time, right? Uh, then he says this. If anyone does not abide in me, he is thrown away as a branch and dries up. And uh, they gather him and cast him into the fire and they are burned. But if you abide in me and my words abide in you. Well, okay, I'm not just going to gloss over verse 6, even mm -hmm. though that's not a fun verse, <laughs> right? <laughs> but, but if I'm disconnecting myself from him because I'd like to do things a certain way, I'll dry up and I won't produce. It's right? true. And, and, and everything that I've done is going to be burned up and it's not going to pr produce. And like, what a, like, I, like the Bible says, like in the, like on the day of judgment, all that we've done is going to be placed and, and tested by fire. The things that weren't from God, the things that I did, even if I did it for God, but not at the instruction of God, it gets burned up and, and it gets thrown away. Like, yeah. and, and I don't want that. And I don't want that no. for any of us recognize and this is like a little bit of a rabbit trail but this might help some people 
just because you say you're doing it for God doesn't mean that you are. You know what I mean? Like, if God didn't tell you to do it, you're not doing it for Him. You're doing it for you. Now, like, there's a lot of missionaries doing a lot of things for God, but if God didn't tell them to do it, they're not doing it for Him. Are you hearing me? Like, like just because, like, let's say I, I start a business or I, I do this and I'm doing it all for the kingdom of God. But if God didn't tell me to do it, I'm not doing it for Him. I need to just do something. No, you just need to obey yeah. what He's telling you mm-hmm. to do. Well, we just went through all these broadcasts, so I'm going to cut off all these things. Did God tell you to do it? Yeah. Well, I'm doing it for him. If he didn't tell you to do it, you're not doing it for him. You're doing it um, to, to, for, I'm trying to think of a good way to say it. You're doing it really to appease your, uh, the, the, the um, condemnation that you feel. Maybe now I need to work, enter into works to, to pay off this feeling that I have. No, all you have to do is just what he tells you to do. Yeah. You know, in all, in all of these things, what's mm-hmm. the Lord instructing you to do? Yeah. Because, um, again, like I can be doing something and be convinced, oh, this is for the Lord. This mm-hmm. is a noble cause, but it's a noble deception, right? Yeah. It's a, a, I'm doing this thinking I'm doing it for the Lord, but if he doesn't tell me to do it, I'm mm-hmm. not doing it. That, this is biblical lordship. If yeah. he's not telling me to go, may I never go. Like yeah. this is something that Bishop Oyedipo says. The Lord hasn't told me to go, may I never go. If he didn't, if if he doesn't want it done, let it never be done. Mm-hmm. You know, if if he uh, doesn't want me to have it, may I never have it. You know, yeah. what's the Lord instructing in me? What's mm-hmm. the Lord telling me uh, mm-hmm. to do? Because that's what lordship is. If he's not leading me to to get caught up in disc golf, may I never get caught up in disc golf. If he's yeah. not leading me to 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 go to Africa and preach the gospel to those those people, uh, then let me not do it. Yeah. Like he'll call somebody else to do it, but that's just not my place. Yeah. You know, I and I can do that my entire life and believe that I'm serving him, but I'm just serving my feelings because I feel bad about what's going on over there. I have to do something. Yeah. But if God's not telling me to do it. You know, a, a need doesn't constitute a calling. Yeah. If God's not calling me to do it, I shouldn't do it, you know? Yeah. And so, and so there's a lot of things that we might think we're doing for the Lord. Like for me, for so long, it was just my logic and my reasoning, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, well, I'm judging everything uh, for Him, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. th- this doesn't make sense to me, so I'm not going to give myself to it for, yeah. for His glory. Like, because I don't understand it. Well, the Bible says, lean not on your own understanding, yeah. right? Uh, the Bible says that, but I, I made my, my, my understanding Lord, and because I made my understanding Lord, anything that I didn't understand, I rejected. And, and, and to me, it was for Him. You know, well, God, I don't want to do anything that's not of you, so unless I understand it, I'm not even going to, to try. You know, I'm not even going to entertain it, you know? And... Um, and, uh, and I would resist it. I would mm-hmm. resist the Holy Spirit. I would resist certain things thinking I was serving Him because, mm-hmm. but I was actually serving my understanding. You know, mm-hmm. like all, all these different things. I had to lay my understanding on the altar and say, Lord, if it's you, like, I, I, help me. Like, I want it. Yeah. Like, Lord, as, as I just trust you, you'll give me the understanding and you'll give me those things. But God, I just need to yield and surrender to you whether I understand it or not. Yeah. Because what's on the altar, my understanding or Jesus or the yeah. Lord, you know. So, so I don't, I'm not led by these things. I'm not led by what I think is right. Again, like we could be doing things thinking we're doing it for the Lord and it's not actually for the Lord yeah. because we're just doing what we think is right. Again, who yeah. knows more? 
Well, did the Lord tell you to do that? Well, I believe he did, but, but did, you, did you test it? You know, did you take it to your pastor, your shepherd, or different things yeah. like that? But I want to encourage you, you know, what's the Lord leading you to do? What's yeah. the Lord leading and what's the Lord directing? And then that's when he says, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. Well, that sounds nice. Doesn't that yeah. sound nice? That sounds great, actually. You know, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, but what does that also mean? That means I'm not asking him for frivolous things. I'm not asking him for whatever my flesh wants. I'm at, uh, his words are abiding in me. He's showing me what I actually want. He, he knows what I want more than I know what I want. Yeah. And his words and his teachings and, and, his, and his word is abiding in me. And now in that fellowship, in that abiding, that listening, that obeying, now I have a relationship with him that's so deep that I can just say, say a word. I can just pray and make a petition and make a request. And it's done. Yeah. I know it's done and it manifests, you know, because of that fellowship. And, and it manifests so that my joy might be made full. Mm-hmm. And then he goes on, my father is glorified by this. Recognize, like God is glorified and your prayers getting answered. Put that in the comments. God is glorified when my prayers get answered. Remember when, uh, when uh, uh, I think it was Peter and John came to the gate beautiful and said, in the name of Jesus, rise and walk. And, and he rose and walked, right? And, um, and all of a sudden, people are glorifying God, right? People glorify God when prayers get answered. Yeah. But that wasn't a prayer. He just commanded it. Well, how did he command it? In the name of Jesus. And he was, that was a prayer of faith, right? Mm-hmm. I'm speaking this and I'm declaring this. That's what you see in Mark 16, right? Uh, you know, you'll have what you say. You're speaking what he's saying. But I'll speak it. It'll manifest and, and God is glorified and I'm happy about it. You think Peter and John were like very sad and stoic that that man just got yeah. rose and walked? Mm-hmm. No, they, they were happy. Yeah. Do you think that man was happy? Oh, boy. Yeah. I almost did a Serena. Oh, boy, howdy. Like, yeah, yeah. he was happy, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Like he, he was, ha- that, that man was jumping and leaping and praising God. You, you think he yeah. could have found any joy just by like doing drugs there on the, on, by the gate, beautiful? Like that could have made him feel better for a moment. But what did he need? He needed the Lord. Yeah. He needed a touch from God. And, and that's where the true joy came from. Yeah. Um, so God is glorified by this, that you bear much fruit. So prove yourself. So, so. And so proved to be my disciples. But just as the Father loved me, I also have loved you. Abide in my love. Serena put in the comments, boy, howdy. Abide in my love. So again, and where does that love lead you? To that joy. Yeah. Because God loves you, he wants you happy. Mm -hmm. God loves you, he wants you happy. Because God loves you, he wants you happy. Are you hearing this? God loves you, and he wants you happy. Yeah. Like, oh, that's, that's like what parent wants their child depressed? Mm-hmm. What good parent wants their child anxious and depressed and worried? Yeah. You know, and is God a good father? Yes. You know, because of that, he wants you happy. But that happiness doesn't come through worldliness. That happiness comes through him. Again, happy is he whose God is the Lord. I said again, like I've quoted that before. Yeah. I didn't quote that yet this broadcast, but the Bible literally says happy is he whose God is the Lord. But that word Lord is important. When, when, because there's a lot of people who believe in Jesus who aren't happy. Are you hearing this? There's a lot of people who believe in Jesus but aren't happy. Yeah. And, and I'm not saying they're not happy because Jesus isn't, isn't their true Lord. But yeah. what I'm saying is, when you give yourself fully to Him, ask Him, Lord, 
Why, why am I not fi- happy right now? Lord, is there something I allowed in? Lord, is there something that's stealing my joy? And, and show me how to get it back. Maybe sometimes we just need to choose to put on that joy. Yeah. Whether we feel like it or not. Why so downcast, oh my soul? This is in Psalms. Hope in God. Like, mm-hmm. you might not feel happy, but you can tell, like, like mm-hmm. someone came up to Smith Wigglesworth and said um, something. And uh, he said something. Isn't that a great story? Yes. But, um, but basically, like, the, what, what I remember him saying is, uh, uh, my feelings don't tell Smith, like, or he, he, basically he says, I tell Smith Wigglesworth how to feel. I tell him to be happy. I t- like I don't let my my emotions tell me if I'm happy. I tell my emotions to be happy, right? Yeah. And that's what David was doing in this psalm. Why are you so downcast on my soul? Hope in God, for I will yet praise Him and rejoice. Right? Mm-hmm. He was telling his emotions what to do. So if you're watching this and you're like, "Well, I don't feel like I'm having fun," well, tell your emotions to have fun. Yeah. That makes no sense, but. Just rejoice yeah. always. Again, rejoice. Put on that gladness. Put on that joy. Ha, ha, ha. Like, God, I'm happy because you're my Lord. Yeah. And if there's anything that's been stealing my joy, and, and that's what this week of broadcast mm-hmm. has been, yeah. these things that you thought were bringing you joy could be the very thing stealing your joy. These things that you thought uh, you liked could be the very thing that are robbing you of, mm-hmm. of true joy. So eliminate those things. God, show me those things. He'll show you those things. And when you eliminate them, then you can actually enter into that joy. Yeah. Right? Because he loves you. Yeah. Because he loves you, he does not want you to be depressed and bound and anxious. I used to think, well, I asked yeah. him to take away this depression. He hasn't. I guess he wants me depressed. Like, you think your father in heaven wants you to walk through life emotionally bound? emotionally broken no jesus wasn't broken so that you can remain broken you know emotionally he was broken so that you can have life to the full till it overflows have and enjoy life i'm going to read the rest of this but if you keep my commandments you will abide in my love so when i do what he tells me to do what am i doing i'm making a decision to abide in his love yeah when i'm choosing to do whatever i want i'm making a choice to abide in what i want and now I've just separated myself from his love. But all I have to do is just say, God, I repent. That's not what I want. I want you. So I put that aside and I abide in your love. And when I abide in his love, this is what he says. Uh, you will abide in my love just as I have kept my father's commandment and abide in his love. These things I have spoken so that your, my joy may be in you and that your joy may be full. This is my commandment that you love one another just as I have loved you. Greater love. And then he goes on to, to share about his sacrifice. Then he says again, later on in verse 16, um, so that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give it to you. So all of this is purpose so that I can actually enjoy my life. Yeah. Like God is good. What a good God we serve. That he shows us how to enjoy life. That he shows us how to have fun in life. That he shows us how to, how to truly enter into life and peace and hope, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. He leads us in all these things when I just abide. Yeah. All I have to do is just do what he tells me to do. If he says remove it, remove it, and then I find joy. All I have to do is, is hear his voice, abide, listen, and then obey his word. And what happens? All of a sudden, my life just goes up. And it gets better. My joy level reaches a new, a new height. My fun level reaches a new height. God shows me what I enjoy. And, and it's not always just a, a kumbaya session. It's it, like he'll show me the things 
that I enjoy, material things that I enjoy, and he'll give me richly things to enjoy. Yeah. So it's not, ju- it's not just like this, this, uh, this weird superficial, like, oh, I'm just find my joy in him, which my joy is rooted in him. Um, don't get me wrong, because like, I'm not saying our joy is found in him. Our joy is found in the God our joy is not found in the things. Our joy is found in the God who gives us richly all things to enjoy. Yeah. That's what this is. Don't put your trust in the things. Put your trust in the God who richly gives us all things. Delight yourself in the Lord and he'll give you the desires of your heart. Yeah. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. That's three verses that say the exact same thing. When I find my joy in him, all of a sudden, like it's not just... Like, he's like, man, like, what a blessing. I love this fellowship. I love this relationship. I just want to bless him now. I just want to bless him. I want to give to them. I want to pour out my goodness on them. And he'll, and he'll bring about that, not just in feelings and warm and fuzzies, but in actual material things as well. Yeah. Because he's, he's good, and he loves us. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, Christians having fun. What are Christians? Christ, Jesus Christ. Christ is not his last name. Christ is the anointing. So as a Christian, you are a little anointed one. That's who you are. You, If you are filled with the Holy Spirit, which being a Christian, you have the Holy Spirit living on the inside of you. The fruit of the Spirit, joy, is one of those fruits of the Spirit. So you're, car- you're a carrier of the anointing. You're a carrier of joy. You're a carrier of something that's powerful enough to break yokes of bondages, to resurrect the dead. So being a carrier of the anointing, you, in in your very body, you carry joy. You carry freedom. You carry patience. But just because you carry it doesn't, you can have it laid dormant. You can shove it down and not let that be the fruit that, that is evident in your life. So being a Christian, yes, you can have fun, but it takes yielding. Yeah. It takes you choosing in your free will to let Jesus be the Lord of your life and actually let Holy Spirit manifest through you, yeah. not, not bad fruit. It, let the Lord renew your mind and prune out that bad fruit so that you can actually abide in His joy, in His love, in His peace. And it, that's where true joy is found in the peace of the anointing yeah. and being a Christian, little, little anointed one. I, I'm yeah. carrying his anointing. Yeah. I'm a carrier of his freedom. Yeah. I'm a carrier of peace and joy. That's yeah. how you can command your soul to bless the Lord because yeah. you're allowing the Holy Spirit to bubble up from the inside of you because in and of yourself, you can't be a joyful person. It's yeah. not possible. You can't because yeah. it's a fruit of the spirit. Yeah. He created it. Yeah. And through the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, he gave that gift to you. Yeah. He said, wait until the Holy Spirit has come upon you. Wait until this gift comes for you. Yeah. Apart from him, you mm-hmm. can't be joyful. Yeah. Abiding in him, like John yeah. says, abide in me. My words abide in you. Mm-hmm. So your joy yeah. might be full. Yeah. Full of his anointing. Full of his peace. Full of his joy. That's yeah. where true life is found in yeah. In being a Christian, yeah, yeah, and not a, not a, oh yeah, I believe in Jesus, yeah, but I don't go to church. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, like he he says, like apart from me, you can you can't bear can't fruit. Do anything, you know. Like I can, 
Like when you abide in Him, you bear yeah. fruit. And what is that fruit? Well, part of that fruit is the fruit of the Spirit, yeah. which is joy. Yeah. There, I can't find joy apart from Him. I can no, find can. many counterfeits, mm -hmm. many counterfeits, many things that I think brings me joy. Yeah. Many counterfeits. You know, mm -hmm. the devil has supplied America with and just the world <laughs> with so many counterfeits. Yeah. So many counterfeits. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah. And, well, and so, and if we've if we've entangled with ourselves with a counterfeit, mm -hmm. like our flesh will have a will will kind of mm -hmm. kick and scream to let it go, but it's always worth it. Yeah. You know? Uh, because that thing that we thought produced joy, that just only produced a counterfeit, when we give that up, uh, we're going to see that God actually had something even greater to put into our hand. Yeah. And so, and that's, that's the goodness of God, like manifesting. He's so good, mm -hmm. and he knows more than us. Mm -hmm. So if he says, hey, like, I, I remember, like, long before, uh, like, infin Infinity War and and end game. I think it was like maybe a year before all of that. The Lord specifically told me to stop watching like any superhero movies and, yeah. and, and, and comics and stuff like that. And I was really engaged in it. And he told me to do that. Um, and, I, and I did not want to. But what, what I recognized is that my perception of God was actually becoming um, affected by all these, all these things that I was doing. Now, I'm not saying that everyone needs to just do away with everything superhero. Mm -hmm. Um what, but, like, honestly, in my mind, like, I was starting to fictionalize God a little bit, even as a minister. Like, and I was just kind of putting, oh, you know, he can do all these powerful things. Like, what's the purpose of all this? We have something in us that desires the supernatural and craves the supernatural. Yeah. And I, but I was pursuing that more than I was pursuing him at that point. Yeah. And, and, and the Lord told me, praise God, I was, mm -hmm. I was spiritually in tune enough to hear that. Um, he said, I want you to do away with it. And praise God, I was obedient too. Mm -hmm. And and it wasn't forever. You know, yeah. it wasn't like I never did it, but like like it was about a year. Um, and then the Lord kind of gave me a release. Okay, like you can do it again. Like like I was a like I got to a point where that wasn't an entanglement mm -hmm. for me. Yeah. So that when when yeah. when a lot of that actually took a south turn, yeah, you know, I like yeah. it was so much easier for me to be like, oh, mm -hmm. okay. You know, mm -hmm. like, I'm not, I'm not going to do this anymore. Yeah. My flesh wanted to continue. I'm like, oh, this yeah. seems like an interesting concept. This, like, this seems like a good movie. But, like, it got to a point where it's like each time, like, like I just didn't have a piece on it. But because it, it, took, it took an interesting turn. And I, but, um, but it made it so much easier because whatever entanglement I did have, because I would watch YouTube videos and all these different things, like, with all these theories. And, like, I was very entangled in it, you know, into the web of it. Huh? And there's, Anyway, I was entangled into it, and so that year allowed me to give it up. You know, when Pastor uh, did a media fast where he read no books that weren't like Christian-based books or the Bible, uh, he watched no movies, no TV shows, listened to no secular music or anything like that. Um, you know, uh, that that was he said that was the most peaceful year of his life. Yeah, now, it's including social media, not scrolling social media. Um, you know, I think there was another year that, that he did it and, and we joined in with it and that was a very interesting year, but it was a good year. Yeah. Like, honestly, I got to the point where it's like, how did I even have time for all, all of that right. stuff? You know what I mean? I like, like, remember that, like thinking that it's like, like we, we didn't watch any movies or TV shows, but like, there was like that feeling of how did we even have time for all that stuff? Well, you make time for mm -hmm. the things that you love most. Yeah. 
within the company. So you make time for the things that you love most. Well, I just don't have time for a Bible study. You make time for the things that you love most. Well, I don't have time to, to go to church. Well, you make time for the things you love most. I don't have time to watch the broadcast. You make time for the things that you love most. Yeah. I don't have time to, yes. to X, Y, Z. You make time for the things you love most. I don't yeah. have time to exercise. You make time for the things that you, or let me, let me say this, that you prioritize most. Yeah. You know? Um, well, I don't have time to eat healthy and to go into all that. You, you make time for the things that you prioritize most. So the question is, what's, what's been our priority? You know, what's been our priority? The Lordship of Jesus Christ or our flesh, feeding our flesh. Yeah. Like, it's not a fun thing to say, but, but it's, it's something we got to ask yeah. ourselves. And that's what this whole week's been exposing. Right? What, what, what have you been prioritizing? Uh, what have we be, what have I been prioritizing my flesh or the spirit the mindset on the flesh is death but the mindset on the spirit is life and peace life and peace and that's what God has for us when I turn my eyes upon Jesus and look full in his wonderful face then the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace yep I should patent that I should turn that into a song. Sounds really good. It Are you a, joking? Yeah, it's, okay. it's, it's an actual song. I was song. like, it is a song? I know. Okay. <laughs> that was a joke. See, this is, this is fun. Um, life with Christ oh, is so much fun. I will, I will say, it's though, this is like, it's, it's not, <laughs> it's because, like, there is, like, there are just so many times in the world where, like, and I've told this to the youth, like, on paper, it it would seem like I was like living the epitome of what fun should be. Like mm-hmm. like I'm talking like flights to like Europe, like mm-hmm. it like champagne, like living it up, right? Mm-hmm. Like on paper, like that sounds like fun. But I was the most depressed and empty, mm-hmm. like needing a drink to numb myself, yeah. like to even enjoy myself. Yeah. Like and then then fast forward to yeah. church, mm-hmm. rolling on the floor in the Holy Ghost, having way more fun Uh like it does it literally you can't even compare they're not even on the same scale like peace and joy in the holy ghost it's it's far better it's so rich and deep and vast and Uh what's so beautiful about it is it's always new it's always fresh Uh like it's not like the lord he he has a new facet every single time like he'll say something new every single time. He'll show me something new every single day. Mm-hmm. Like the joy, it's there there's a deep well to pull from that far outweighs any fun that I ever had in mm-hmm. the world. Like yeah. being a Christian is the most fun. Like I want to put it on a t-shirt. Like I, I'm having so much fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, I, I have a question. Like, so when you were living that life, mm-hmm. if someone were to say, Are you having the time of your life? I would have said yeah. You, and you would have believed it. Yeah. Well, While I you were miserable and depressed at the same time. Deceived. Yeah. Deceived. Like. And, and so like, but, and so you see how people can be so convinced that, that, and so, and, and so convinced that I, no, I'm right. I, I'm having the time of my life. Mm-hmm. I'm doing, I'm having fun. I'm happy. Mm-hmm. I'm doing the things that I want to do. While. They're not, you know, no. like, they, they, and they're somewhere deep down, you know, their spirit man is crying out saying, no, you're not, you know, but, but yeah. they're convinced. No, this is fun. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine a life 
apart from this. And that's why a lot of people have a hard time fully surrendering to Jesus and fully yeah. making him Lord. Like you've, even, even Christians, right? Um, where they're convinced, but if I give this up, I'm like, will I be happy? If I give yeah. this up, will, will I enjoy life? Yeah. I guess God wants me to, to suffer and struggle in life. If mm-hmm. he wants me to give these things up, I guess I'll do it. And because yeah. they've convinced themselves that I can't enjoy life apart from these carnal worldly mm-hmm. things, their life with Christ is, 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 is affected and tainted because it's this life of, of joyless sacrifice, you know? <laughs> yeah, like, 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 that's a good uh, way to put it. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. this life of joyless sacrifice of, of, well, I'm just crucifying my flesh and I'm just putting all that down. But like, man, this is, you know, I'm doing it all for Jesus. For the gospel. Yeah, yeah, I'm doing, like... <laughs> This, this joyless sacrifice for Jesus, but if he commands me to rejoice and mm-hmm. to be in joy, am I doing it for him? Yeah. Right? Well, like, and, and what, am I, what, yeah. what kind of God am I, am I presenting to the world? That want, like, I serve Jesus, and it's the best decision I've ever made. <laughs> well, we need the anointing. Yeah. Like that, that just keeps coming up to me. Like, without the anointing, you can't know. Like what it, it, the anointing causes you to know. Yeah. How can you know that it's available without the anointing? Yeah. Like, it, it's just theory. And superficial it's just theory. No power. Yeah. I mean, you you've experienced this. Like you you guys have a great testimony of like before, like experiencing like the like the fire and the anointing. Like you didn't even know it was available, right? Yeah. Like right. you didn't even like see that testimony of Pastor well, I John. I would have agreed that it was. Yeah, but I didn't even think didn't, about it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, like oh yeah, I know God heals. I know God delivers. Yep. But it's all superficial. Yeah. Right? I, I, like I settled for a superficial or artificial or a form of, a form of godliness yeah. without the power. Mm-hmm. Right? Like I know he can. I know he's able to. I, like I know he does it. Like I, like I understood that and I agreed with it and, and mentally I understood. But I didn't see it really. Yeah. Maybe here and there on, on like one-off situations. Mm-hmm. Like, like, oh, praise God, glory to God. You know, that's yeah. so cool. But like... But I didn't really believe it, yeah. you know, because there wasn't really that anointed power behind it. Or, yeah. Like Isaiah 61, and then we'll wrap up, but Isaiah 61, the spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me. He has anointed me, right? Yeah. This is what Jesus quoted this, I believe, in the book of Luke. But he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor, to bind up the brokenhearted, you know, which means that he, you know, other translations, to heal the brokenhearted, right? That means they're not broken. Yeah. Hearted anymore. <laughs> That's what the anointing yeah. does. Yeah, it it heals a broken heart. It really does. We what what does a, a healed broken heart look like? Well, it's whole and it's not broken anymore. It's actually you know maybe free. You know to to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for captives. So if someone who is captive is free, they're going to be happy, right? Agreed. Uh, Recovery of sight to the blind. All right, well, just we got some stories in the Bible, right? That when yeah. the blind received sight, they were happy, okay? Um, freedom from darkness. Um, well, well, now I'm in the light. There's, there's freedom there. Yeah. To bestow upon them a crown of beauty for ashes. So now I'm not beggarly poor yeah. and disgusting, but now I've been bestowed a crown of beauty. Now, mm-hmm. that yes, that's spiritual, but that can also be... Oh yeah, physical too. I don't dress like a like a yeah. weak little beggar. I dress like royalty because now yeah. I'm royalty. A cr- yeah. He put a crown of beauty. Uh, other translations say a garland, right? For for ashes, he pulls the the beggar from the dung heap, right? That's what he does. 
So, so he, he, he bestows upon me that royalty spiritually, and I can, I can also dress the best, like, like in a way that represents heaven, you know, where the streets are gold. Um, <laughs> and the oil of joy yep. for mourning. Yeah. Right? The oil of joy for mourning. This, all this comes through, hi, Skylar, so glad of you to finally join us. <laughs> I was just kidding. So, I'm glad you're here. Um, I'm glad you're here. I'm very glad. So full no, of joy. Yeah. Um, the oil of joy for mourning. A garment of praise for a spirit of heaviness. Uh, other translations say a spirit of fainting. I'm, I'm convinced that that's a spirit of depression. Because depression isn't, isn't really just being sad. No, it's a weight. It is. It's a, it's a heaviness. Like a yoke. It, yeah, it's a yoke. But that heaviness weighs you down. It makes you, it, it, it wears you out to the point where it's hard to even make decisions. It's hard to, it's hard in, in the flesh to, yeah. to, uh, to do your work adequately, to really esteem things, to, to invest into fellowship and relationships. It's yeah. that heaviness and the anointing breaks that off of you and gives you that garment of praise. Yeah. Uh, Barrett is also here. Barrett, mm-hmm. I'm glad you're here as well. Um, but, uh, and that's what that anointing does. It breaks yeah. off all those things. And, and how did the, all those things come on? Because you chose to entangle yourself. In the world. Them. In worldly things. Yeah. And so how about this? Let's just break off the worldly things. The things that, that God instructs us to do. Let's trust his anointing to set us free. And, and, and honestly, to make it easy and light too. Yeah. Because like, a lot of, like, we, we might have gone through this week and thought, well, this will be so hard. To overcome. <laughs> well, God, I receive your anointing to make it easy and light. Yeah. To make it easy. Because I recognize, uh, she says, I've been here for a bit. I, um, but I recognize that if God is instructing me to do this, if God has given me this instruction, it's for my joy and yeah. it's the best thing for me. Because I don't think I know what's best for me. I know God yeah. knows what's best for me. So if you ask me, I can enjoy, cast that thing aside. It'll be easy and light because I know mm. he has something better for me. Yeah. He has something so, so blessed and so awesome for me. So I'm going to cast that aside. Go after him with all that I am and find joy. That, that anointing will break off the things that have been binding me. And in my yielding to the anointing, in my yielding to his lordship, I'll find life. Real life, fun life, and joy-filled life to the full till it overflows and I can walk in it. And that's what God has for us. Yeah. Will you receive it? Will you take a hold of that life? Will, are you willing to give up the old, put on the new by the anointing, and watch as he enters you into the fullness of life. Yeah. Well, if you are, let's do it right now. I want you to repeat this after me. Pray this. Say, Jesus, you are the Lord of my life. You're the Lord. You are Lord of all of my life. You are Lord of all of my life. You're Lord over my body. You're Lord over my mind. You're Lord over my decisions. I yield to you today. I believe you died for me. And on the third day, third day, you rose again. You rose again to give me abundant life. Give me abundant life. Today, today, I cast off the old. I cast off the old. I throw aside worldliness. I throw aside worldliness. And I put on godliness. Put on godliness. And I enter into life. And I enter into life. And I have joy. And I have joy. <laughs> and I'm happy about it. And I'm happy about it. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. For providing joy. For providing joy. For me. I take a hold of it. I take a hold of it. And I have it now. 
I have it now. In Jesus' name. Amen. And put this in the comments. I have the joy, 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 joy <laughs> down in my heart. You know what? I should patent that too. That would make a good song. I should do that. Put it on a t-shirt. Yeah. We got, I got joy. Amen. See, again, every instruction God gives you is for your joy. It's true. For your joy to be made full. That's why he did it. Because <laughs> he loves yeah. you. Bear says, where? Where were you listening? It's down in my heart. Like, I, I understand... <laughs> You know, I kind of said it a little quick, oh, but it's down in my heart. Down That's where it is. Yeah. It's funny she says, where? I just said it. It's down in your heart, Barry. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Oh, look, look at all these people that I didn't know are here. Sup, Colton? Um, uh, Greg, 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 down in your heart. Barrett, it's down in your heart. Jeez. Guys, just listen a little bit. Listen, Linda. Listen. Uh, thank you. All right. <laughs> Mark said, Barry, you walked into that. So, anyway, with all that being said, guys, did this help anybody? If it helped you, uh, put in the comments where. <laughs> I know you did it on purpose. I know the, I know the lyrics. I'm just being silly. Uh, I know, Barrett. I know. Gosh, I'm making a joke. I guess We're my jokes haven't fun. been land- I guess my jokes haven't been landing very well uh, today. I don't That's know. Okay. It's, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. It's all the ones that have revolved around songs and music. So maybe I'll just. Do it. Um, Anyway, uh, did this help you? If it did, put uh, Bert said, it's a joke. It's a uh, joke. Uh, Serena says, it's scheduled fun, guys. <laughs> There's nothing more spontaneous than curated fun. All right, so um, I just, like I said, because there was a YouTube channel that would always put up spontaneous curated worship. And I'm like, if it's spontaneous, then it's not curated. Because curated means scheduled, planned. Right? If it's curated, it's not spontaneous. What about... Anyway. What about when... Like, what if they were just, like, singing, oh, how great there are, and then out of nowhere, the Lord just gives them prophetic utterance. Mm-hmm. Then it's spontaneous, but it's not curated. <laughs> right? Unless they curated the spontaneity, or the, they spontaneously curated it. I don't know. Whatever. And then they prophetically uttered it. <laughs> Yeah, and then it was, it was curated by the Holy Ghost. I don't know. Anyway, um, so with that being said, we love you guys. Um, and uh, if the Lord's leading you to sow, uh, you can go to giveww.org. We sow this broadcast into you completely free. We don't ask for anything. We don't even uh, take up an offering or anything. We just receive what the Lord's telling you to sow. We receive that seed, and we call it blessed. Pressed down, shaken together, running over. May men pour out into their lives. In Jesus' name.